Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. All right, and here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Dumb Inquiries. And, uh, we uh, we are your co-hosts. I am Kyle, the Rain Man, and joining me as always, I am Shane from Inquiries of Our Reality. Back and, again for another exciting episode. Oh yeah, we're back with the big dumb inquiries. We're here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and we're all out of gum. So uh, we appreciate you all for being here and listening. Uh, we do have uh, an announcement, right, Shane? Some sort of some sort of announcement, uh, some information to pass on to the listeners. Uh, did you want to do that for us tonight? Oh, yeah. So rather than this being a Patreon exclusive show, this is going to be a Swapcast style show where you'll be able to find it on Big Dumb Podcast and you'll be able to find it on Inquiries of Our Reality Podcast. Uh, it'll be done every Tuesday. It'll be free episodes. If anybody has any fun questions or anything that they want answered, we're going to cover those. Um, maybe at some point the show will increase into having some video added to it but for now we're going to do it as a solid little swap cast and make it available for everybody so that everybody can enjoy these fun conversations so yeah and we'll probably move towards at some point having a guest on every now and then um just to kind of spice it up a little bit i know uh some have already expressed interest in in hopping on with us um so and yeah we'd love your questions i think it'll just be a, a better way to um kind of grow both of our audiences a little bit and also have a a new thing too it's always fun to create new stuff a little break from what we usually do um and then you know at some point maybe we maybe we we take our audience and we go to rockfin or patreon or something and you know or or maybe what we do is we do like um you know like exclusive t-shirts that only members can purchase as you know that kind of thing there's ways to do it but uh, as Shane said, we wanted to just we're having so much fun with it. We wanted to just get it out uh, and we're putting a lot of time into it, too. So we wanted to get it out um, to people just so that you guys can appreciate it and listen to it and have some fun. So um, we're going to be adding some little flares here and there. Maybe I don't know, Shane. <laughs> Someone should have a theme song on it. Hopefully by then we we're yeah. just messing with some fun sounds before the show, trying to throw it together, as I'm sure you heard. <laughs> Yeah, have a yeah, great great theme song, dude. It was great. I don't even know what it sounds like yet, but I know it's I know it was phenomenal. Great great stuff. So, I got an idea in my head. I just got to make it happen. And I actually oh, have a friend that plays guitar who I was actually going to ask. So, shout out to him if he does it in advance that we'll have somebody playing guitar on the theme song and we'll have our names thrown in. But Absolutely. you already have heard it by now, so you'll know what I'm talking about. But we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, and I could always ask uh you you, you make music uh, you know, digitally from what you've told me and uh, I could even ask my buddy Shoddy to uh, who made my theme song, see if he can maybe 
throw something together. But let's do yours first. I think I'll be I'm confident in uh, your ability, and uh, it'll be great. I'm excited. So, um, do you want to you want anything else? You want to get right into it, man? Actually, on a side note with that, if uh, you're still interested in asking that buddy, we always definitely need some kind of outro cool song too, so we could have kind of a double yeah, I, entendre done there. I've been using the intro for the outro for forever now. I don't, <laughs> I guess I should, uh, we, I've never thought about making outro music. Some people also uh, like get somehow, that, there's a way you can license music like, oh, you know, for podcasting purposes. I think on Anchor too, you have, a, you can use all Spotify music, uh, for free on anchor when you put your podcast out. So maybe we just pick a song each time and put that out too. But yes, I'll ask about an outro, but let's get the intro first and we'll, we'll see how it goes. People will see a progression of the show as it goes. Hopefully the episodes might get a little bit longer, get to be more of like a solid, you know, at least hour, hour and a half podcast and yeah, yeah just watch the show grow and enjoy it as it happens. Yeah. We're building and you're, you're going to watch it happen. So, um, it should be exciting. So, and, and feedback is always appreciated. So with that in mind, Shane, shall we uh, jump right into it, buddy? Yeah, no problem. I'll uh, take it away with the first question. So the question today is, well, there will be two questions, but this is the first question. Is there anti-vax propaganda? And to start this off, we have a video clip and then Kyle will tell you his response first and then we'll hop into this one. All right, cool. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, we need some transition music here. <laughs> All righty. So this is uh, from News Hub on YouTube. I'm guessing they're a New Zealand news channel. So let's listen to this. A study has revealed a link between vaccine hesitancy and abuse, neglect, and deprivation in childhood. It's hoped the findings will help to tailor and improve messaging in any future pandemics. Here's our health correspondent, Lucy Warhurst. While most people pulled on masks and pulled together, the pandemic also caused serious social divisions, with some vehemently rejecting vaccines and mandates. The Dunedin study found many of those who were resistant had quite a tough upbringing. They had unfortunately undergone all sorts of adversities during childhood and maltreated or neglected. Or... So we surmised that uh, they went very early on um, not to trust authority. Psychologist Richie Poulton says we shouldn't belittle or scorn people who are resistant, but try to be non-judgmental. Strategically, that's bloody important if you want to get a maximum number of people vaccinated. He says empowering communities has been key to our high vaccination rates. Trust is the name of the game. Working with our community, there's a whole lot of distrust. So you need people that are that look like them, yeah, they look, they speak like them, that that I guess understand uh, their background, their, their history. Tony Kake says one man came to the drive-through five or six times before deciding to get a vaccine. We just went at his pace. He says, Ray, we know we're open. We, we can come down and talk about it. And it took him several times before he, he uh, finally got the jab and, and now the second jab. I don't know if he's got his booster yet, but we're working on it. The report used data from the 50-year-old Dunedin Health and Development Study and hopes the long-term information can help in the event of future pandemics. Study. Great, great. How exciting. Uh, I'll let you have the first response on this one, sir. Yeah, so uh, basically what they're saying is that people who are hesitant, I guess the question is, is there vaccine anti anti-vax propaganda as in propaganda um against 
anti-vaxxers. Yes, 100%. We've seen that from the very beginning of this. It, it started even before the pandemic with, you know, the the Reddits, you know, subreddits, vax happened, you know, anti-vax and stuff like people just getting vilified for. Uh, and it's interesting that it was back then it was the people who are now pushing for the vaccines were the ones who were like, you know, the hippie moms and stuff who were like, no, I'm not going to put that in my kid. You know, it's flipped very quickly. Uh, but yet to answer the question, yes. And then my thoughts on it, um, uh, particularly about that video that they're basically trying to say that people who are hesitant to get vaccinated are uh, abused, uh, beaten children who had terrible childhoods. And that's why they don't trust authority because their parents abused them or whatever. And it's like that might be true, but that could apply to anything, not just vaccination. Right. It could literally apply to your ability to hold the job down or your tendency to drink alcohol or um, and it, it literally it's making a connection that's in, they say it's a study, but you can, you could, I think common sense, you could apply that to anything, right? You could apply that whole, um, you know, oh, you, you had this, this happened to you when you were young, therefore this is the outcome. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, man, that's, that's interesting. Cause I'd like to know to what extent the trauma, cause everyone has childhood trauma. You know what I mean? Everybody does. It's just to what extent. And how does that affect you? So I would like to know more about what what connections and, and I guess more detail on that study. But it's bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. Um, you, you know, there's many reasons to be hesitant towards vaccines and and anybody, authority, uh, doctors and stuff. There's people who are just afraid of doctors. You know what I mean? For whatever reason, because it's like associated with bad health or injury or emergency, things like that. You know what I mean? It's like the cops, you know, like no one likes a cop driving behind them. Doesn't mean I was abused as a child because I don't want to fucking, you know, get a ticket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, so there, I think it's just they're extrapolating. And but this is definitely propaganda, especially in New Zealand, where they pushed this thing so hard. So uh, that's my thoughts initially. And we can talk about it. You go ahead. What's your what's your thoughts? I did want to point out that. I think I mentioned it a couple episodes back or it was on our Swapcast. Uh, there was an episode of No Agenda where it was an American news channel and they were kind of saying the same thing from another recent survey saying that uh, people had an issue with the vaccine, also had an issue with authority because of having trauma as a child, all that kind of shit. So this is this is an international thing. It's not just New Zealand. It was just that the news story I happened to find was that fit into the slot happened to be from New Zealand and I couldn't find that one I was trying to find before. Mm -hmm. But uh. I definitely think they're going for low hanging fruit at this point where they're trying to pretty much say in that like, oh, you got to you got to pretend like you're them and you got to like stoop yourself down to their level. Like I almost felt like they're trying to talk about people that were hesitant of the vaccine, almost like they were less than them. Kind of like that going like back into that virtue signaling type concept. Yeah, and that was a good point, a good catch you made there, too, because when he was saying that we heard that a lot in America, particularly uh, uh, that same phrasing particularly in regards to minority communities, especially the black community, they would, you know, they said, we got to get uh, barbers and pastors, you know, involved in the vaccine because to them, that's all black people. The only black, the only people black people trust is the pastor and the barber. And they, you know, it's, it's kind of racist for them to take that approach, but it's like, maybe it's the, the, the decades in the history of, you know, unauthorized experiments on black people that's why they don't trust you not because their barber told them not to get the vaccine you know what i mean yeah. it's 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 
or that you're too dumb to understand or whatever. Like it's it's very racist. And that guy used the same in that video we watched. He used the same language that we saw for we're still seeing now in regards to, you know, where are all the vaccine clinics going in poor neighborhoods. Right. Like the, the at least the mo mobile ones. Right. And then it, it's 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 um yeah, that language that he used was very indicative of, a, a you know, other, you know, you know, it was like they're the yeah. other, whether they're black people or people who were abused as a child or, or whatever it is. It's just like a way to you're right. Virtue signal to and pushing somebody else, else down in the process. In it the sounds same. like you're standing above them. Yeah, dude, like we got on their level where and he even said we're, we come down to them. Right. Like as if like. You know, they're shooting you up with the vaccine from like a pedestal, right? It's like, no, we come down to them. We talk to them. With and, their children. Uh, yeah. And, we, and you know, he, we, we get people who look like them and, and, and have the same experience as them or whatever. And it's like, what? why can't you just talk to them like, you know, given the information that they ask for or, you know what I mean? It's funny that they word it that way, too, because I feel like at this point in the game, anybody that hasn't gotten the vaccine has a solid reason why they haven't. So if they really think that they're going to infiltrate that community with oh somebody looks like us and is gonna change my thoughts it's like everybody's so set in stone on this shit now that they're not damn my cat bro you almost pulled that toaster oven off the wall <laughs> i'm just gonna leave this in because that was pretty fun but looking at me and the cats hanging on to the the fucking toaster oven like no dude you almost you almost ended the show right there like you were about to catastrophe was about to strike dude she almost ended the show. She was about to start chewing on my cords. I'm like, no, no. I went to grab her and she grabbed down to the damn uh, shelf. <laughs> Jeez, dude, that's so funny. That's why I don't let my cats in here. Like I can close the door because they will unplug things and they have. Oh, man. Um, back, to, back to the scary moment <laughs> after almost, uh, you know, getting knocked out by a toaster. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you even saying? <laughs> uh I totally lost track of where I was at, man. Fuck, where oh, just, was I at? Like the how how the the phrasing of it, or how they how they talk down. Uh, you know, it's, it's it, like you're talking to people like they're kids at this point. Like, and I went and looked at that clip. That's from April eighth of twenty twenty two. That's a month ago. Then they're still doing like you know what I mean. It's it's strange how because they were doing that here in the states. You know a year ago at least talking about these strategies to to get the hesitant people vaccinated but you can tell you know new zealand's still on their bullshit and i'm sure i haven't watched mainstream media here but i'm sure they're still doing it here as well but um you're right that people who haven't gotten it by now are not going to you yeah, know and I mean? you're not going to infiltrate their their thoughts with just some random person coming in because a lot of these people that feel the way that they do they put the time and effort into figuring out about things and figuring out what they do and don't want in their body. And a lot of them are doing it just for the sake of not trying to give the government the ability to say what you can and can't put in your body. Yeah. So they need to keep that in mind that they're not like they're not dealing with a with a group of weak minded people like like they think they are. There may be some people that are on the fence who. You know, they, they could go either way, not calling those people weak minded necessarily, but, you know. They think that they're dealing with a big group of weak-minded people, but that's not the case. Everybody that's this far into the game, they have their opinion set in stone, and it's not going to change by some guy that pops in, looks like us, and tries to convince people, like, oh, no, the vaccine's all safe. Like, bro, yeah. I'm still looking into these Pfizer documents. I've still done all this shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, happy. Sorry. At this point, if Joe Rogan came out, and yeah, he's he said, like, he encourages the vaccine for people who need it, but even if he came out and was like, everybody 
you know, even if you are young and healthy or whatever, even if like people, let's say, cause he's like the bastion of like, you know, what they consider like the alt, right. You know, whatever it is. And it's like, even if he came out and said, yes, everybody get the vaccine, like all his fans probably would not like, I, I doubt most of them would if they, you know, if they still haven't gotten it. And, um, another point I was going to make, um, shit, I can't remember. Um, but you, you're, you're right. It's, it's too late at this point. The line in the sand has been drawn and nothing they, they all they can do is keep pushing the propaganda, you know, and they try to do it so subtle, too. And it all comes back to that concept that I've talked about multiple times about the best way to police a society is having the other side police the other side. So they're just pushing more of that shit into the people's heads that are extremely pro vax to the point where they're willing to, you know, tell like scream at somebody because they don't agree with their opinions and that's the people that they're feeding into and they're just making them feel even more virtuous and then they're just making it so there's more of these types of people that think they have to come up to anybody that doesn't believe in the vaccines and preach it to them yeah when they they use this tactic that you just mentioned uh all over the place in many different scenarios i know i think it's china maybe where they uh they when they ever whenever they enact like these draconian lockdowns or whatever like they don't have the police force to uh, enforce all that right so what they do is they recruit um like people from a neighborhood to enforce the rules in that neighborhood so it's literally like your neighbors are welding you in your house and locking you know what i mean killing your dogs with sticks and things like that like that's a and the nazis did that too it's a very uh um uh, efficient and psychologically damaging way uh to get what you want is by putting pitting neighbor against neighbor um and you know that's why it's something i've really tried to do especially since 2020 is get to know my neighbors a little bit you know what i mean not just you know live in my own world and even and i mean like on my street that's what i mean like immediately close to me or even like down the street or whatever just like get to know neighbors like if i see him walking by say hi whatever see him struggling you know help him out with something just because you never know when something like that could happen here because we've we've seen it happening right like these people you know volunteering for the vaccine stuff like you never know like the the contact tracers i never ran into one but i know in other places they had them but you know you just gotta be uh you gotta be careful and don't don't fall for the propaganda you know what i mean if we all just left each other alone things would probably be fine <laughs> that's where i'm at too i mean i don't have the vaccine i'm never going to get the vaccine but i'm not going to get in somebody's face because they have the vaccine i'm a firm believer in freedom of choice in the extent of i would never get it even for the aspect of not giving the government the ability to tell me what i can and can't have in my body and then that goes into a bigger point too where i hear that there's a lot of people trying to sell like the fake covid vaccination sheets and all that kind of shit but the problem with that is that i get what you're trying to do but the more people that play into this shit the more they're going to be able to make it mandatory mm -hmm. so if you don't agree with it you need to make your footing and don't try to find a way to get around it because they're going to have an issue if half the people in the population don't want to go outside and refuse to go outside they're going to have to get rid of it at some point it's not something that's going to stick around forever if they can't enforce it to everybody. But if you fall into their trends, then they're, you're just going to be making it more easy for them to fall into that shit. Yeah, I, I get exactly what you mean. It's like, um, you know, yes, it's cool to, you know, but I, I, it's cool to, you know, have a fake vaccine card so you can go to the bars and the movie theaters or whatever in the places that are still enforcing that. 
but you're saying don't do that because then you're just playing into the system you're just cheating to get into it right you're still accepting the vaccine system into your life right without actually but um i i can understand why some people would be so desperate to do that some people were just doing it for fun you know so they can go to the bars or whatever but i can understand if someone's livelihood depends on it not it's easy for someone to say you know but you know you should stand up put your line in the, you know foot in the sand and you know make them fire you know all this stuff that's easy to say but i i can understand someone on the other side saying i had no choice dude i had to fucking feed my kids like you know what i mean like i get that and that's really hard and it really sucks uh but if i would say if you are in a position where you can fight it or whatever it may be you know, great. But, you know, I think we're I think we're honestly we're past this. And I'm surprised you found this clip that they're still talking about this stuff. Because, like we said, people who aren't going to get it are not going to get it. And what really pisses me off was the whole federal uh, mandate. You know how without ever signing anything or passing a law, Biden was like the administration was like, we're going to make it federal uh, mandatory for federal workers and companies over 100 people. Right. And so what that did was all, all these companies were like trying to they implemented it before anything actually before anybody actually made them do it. And then by the time it went to court and everything like that, it got struck down and everyone was like, oh, my God, yay! it didn't happen. I was like, guys, it's already too late. All these companies already enforced it, even though they didn't have to. That just shows that the fascistic relationship there that like they can just say yeah, we're going to make this a thing and then people will do it without it ever actually being a legal mandate or law or whatever, you know? And they trick people too. Like my work, yeah, for example, true. was offering a hundred bucks. If you get the COVID vaccine, like just doing shit like that, I feel like it's kind of, kind of sly, you know, like what, it should be what? something that's a hundred percent somebody's choice, not influenced by here. You might get an extra hundred bucks. What other pharmaceutical product in history has been not only free to the masses, but incentivized with cash and lottery tickets and cheeseburgers and beer and lap dances. I mean, what other pharmaceutical product in history has been so incentivized? And this is why we're so sketchy about it is because nobody questions yes. this kind of shit. Yes, exactly. Oh my, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why we're having this conversation. It's like, hey, and I want to be like, hey, black people, you... You remember that, you know, and that's, and people don't, I mean, saying black people get it right. They understand like why, you know, you think I'm so dumb that I'm going to take some scratch offs to get your fucking shot. No, most people that I've talked to in the black community get it. And they're like, no, it's or instant questionable just yeah. out of how, how hard they're pushing it. Cause if yeah. it was all about your own personal health, there's no way in fuck they would ever push if that. If there was hard. a real issue, they wouldn't need to advertise. You know what I mean? Because every were, other fucking commercial, gas pumps here, fucking Spotify, everything, dude. I swear, every other commercial is, go and get your COVID vaccine. Here's a doctor that says it's safe. I'm a doctor that says it's safe. Here's a pediatrician. Hi, I say it's safe. Here's this. And it just jumps on to the next one. And the worst one the same are the commercials. little kids who are like, you know, five years old, like, I got my vaccine because it helps stop the, the pandemic and I can go back to school with my friends and... And I'm I'm worried about my grandma, but now I know she's safe. And it's like that's child abuse. One propaganda. Two, do that commercial. Two, it's propaganda. And three, it's child abuse again because you put something in your fucking kid. Uh, 
you know, that they had, if we can, okay, I'm not even going to get into that. I was going to say, if we can <laughs> just get into it, man, I want to hear this we, now. You got me all amped can, up. If we can say that our kids can decide, um, that they're what their gender is when they're five years old, then we should also be able to decide, you know, they should be able to decide what medical other medical procedures they wish to have. Right. Like we know those kids who got vaccinated didn't like actively choose to like, mommy, I want to get my shot. You know, no kid fucking like shots, no kid. It doesn't matter what it's for. No. So those same kids who are, you know, getting on hormone blockers and stuff when they're eight, nine, 10 years old, it's like, they are not making that decision for themselves. You know, that's not how it goes, right? And kids yes. are just fucking dumb and they'll go along with what anything, uh, you know, mommy and dad, those are the kids that are going to be real fucked up and going to be real hesitant of authority in 20 years when there's another thing going on. And they're like, you have to get the Neuralink in your head to stop the, the AI pandemic. And they're going to be like, well, no, they, they told me that, you know, when I was a kid, I was abused as a child and I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, you know, uh, uh, I don't trust authority, but I also love it because I'm programmed in my DNA from the vaccine to be, be, be loving of government. Like, that's it's gonna be fucked up in 20 years, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck I've been saying up. they need to make a law where, in my opinion, if you have to be 21 in my state now to buy a pack of cigarettes, to buy alcohol, you should have to be 21 in order to choose any type of medical procedure, or at least 18, minimum 18, because that's when you're a legal an adult. Procedure, not like a necessary one where it's like uh, you know, you fucking broke your arm, you have a heart issue, whatever it may be. It's called cosmetic procedures. Yeah, but they kind of what it comes down how to. they get around it is they say it's a life saving procedure because if they didn't get this, otherwise they would kill themselves. When in actuality, they often kill themselves more uh, after the surgery, you know, to for that prevent them from killing themselves because they don't agree with their body or whatever. It's absolutely fucked up. I did not mean to bring that up. It was just I was on a, on a roll and it just happened. So <laughs> I have one more question though to throw in while we're kind of on that topic though. So theoretically, say that. We have an issue with supply chain. Uh, we can't get a bunch of things. You know, we started going into famine. Like they're kind of already partly hinting at may happen in fall. Um, like what would happen if the people that were doing this to their kids weren't able to get the medicine anymore because there wasn't a supply for it? Like what's what's going to happen to the kid if they're not getting the changing hormones? Like it's not gonna, oh. it's not something that's going to naturally happen. You know, like. You have once you start taking that stuff, I, I, if I'm not wrong, so correct me if somebody if I'm wrong, but I think you have to continuously take that stuff because your body yeah. doesn't naturally produce it. It's the same as uh, uh, with I mean, I'm sure it's worse with uh, hormones, but I know the same thing happens with like antidepressants. Like the first like few weeks you're on antidepressants, like you're all out of whack. And then it, you know, four or five, six weeks in, that's when they start like working in your system. And then I've gotten off antidepressants like twice. And dude, it's off it's like full-on withdrawals like brain zap like literally feels like i'm getting zapped in the brain like your chemistry is all off and that was bad like i ended up in the hospital because of the withdrawals from the antidepressants i can only i can't even imagine how much worse it was it will it is uh for hormones and like absolutely if someone needs to take hormones for whatever reason uh, you know there are genuine trans people out there who have real body dysmorphia and issues like I, I'm not saying that's I'm saying there's a tr there's clearly a, a, a trend because it's trendy and popular to do this. Right. And that's when why I think getting, there should be an age limit to start, start getting it. kids involved. That's when, you know, you start to raise some flags. Right. 
because they always the the right 20 years ago said this whole gay thing they're gonna start coming for your kids and everyone was like no we're not gonna and the gay community was like no fuck we don't want your kids we just want to bang ass and and get married that's fine but it's it's and i'm sure those same gay people feel the same way but it's this new generation that has you know the whole all the alphabet letters together have this new generation because like old gays they don't give a fuck man they're like no fuck that they're actually really conservative <laughs> you know what i mean um so yeah it's it's completely fucked and uh talking about food shortages and and whatnot um uh you know i i don't think we're gonna have famine here in the states i think um, we're going to have some supply issues like we have been for a while. There will be certain products you won't be able to get, but it's not like we're going to starve. You know what I mean? We just, cause we have too many guns, you know what I mean? And once people miss like three meals, five meals, you know, like really misses them. That's when the shooting's going to start, dude. I guarantee it. That's when neighbors are going to start. I bought extra emergency food for my neighbors. Like, you know, you, the last thing you want in a situation like that is hungry neighbors, because as Alex Jones says, I will eat your ass. I will eat <laughs> your ass uh, to save my kids. And so I'm like, okay, I got a little extra, you know, that way I can keep them at bay. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I personally, I don't think it's, it, it will get, I think it'll get bad. And I'm not, I'm not trying to manifest that. I'm hoping we fucking stop these fucks in their tracks, but the great reset is in full swing, baby. This is what's, this is what it's all about. And um, I think that it's going to get bad. I think a lot of, poor people around the world are going to starve to death like much like they did during the lockdowns more people died of starvation and malnutrition uh due to lack of supplies in 2020 and 2021 than they did from covid and crack and fentanyl and everything like more people starved to death because people weren't working so just keep that in mind for some perspective out there people you know also never trust big pharma on all ends <laughs> no dude no, like I, I, but here's the thing. I do believe that the medical technology is life-saving, right? Like we're, we're on, but once it gets incorporated into big pharma, uh, whether it's like a patent or a contract or whatever, then it gets fucked because then it just, the whole, the system is absolutely fucked. You're right. And the money-making apparatus, absolutely fucked. But some of the technologies is actually quite good and beneficial, but it's in the hands of those who just want more money. Yeah, because so, the people uh, originally making the technology aren't the people that are pushing the technology. It's the other well, people. They're not, they're not making the fucking money off of it. You know what I mean? The, the people in the lab aren't. It's the investors and the board of trustees and the CEO and, you know, people who used to work in the FDA are now and the CDC are now, you know, board members of Pfizer and Moderna and things like that. Or, yeah, man, it's it's all it's all fucked. Um, and I know we kind of got away from, from it, but it's, it's all related. So that's why I said, don't trust big pharma. I figured that would kind of wrap it all back into each other. <laughs> yeah. We're being inundated with propaganda. We've been inundated with propaganda for the last five years. So if not longer, but it's been real heavy recently. So to the point where it's so heavy that like people like us only see it, but there's still people somehow that are seeing all this shit and taking it in and just not over even head, right dude. over their head. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thanks to no agenda for kind of training me how to discern like that helps with your your talk uh no i was sorry this i think it was talking you were talking to me because we were talking about how uh on a couple episodes back how no agenda decomposes or decomposes yeah, news that, and stuff yeah i was talking to someone right before this about he was saying something about discernment uh shout out 
Jake Loco from Local Listens. I'm sure he'll be hearing this. Um, and he was saying like his discernment has gotten better. And I and I said, well, yeah, and it it takes work, but thanks to shows like No Agenda and hopefully for the listeners out there, shows like this, you're able to kind of uh, train yourself to discern things different. I'm not saying I'm smart enough to tell you what's discernible or not, but just you have to be vigilant. Take everything we say with a grain of salt and you know see how it applies to you so exactly just all we're trying to get to at the moral of this or the pit of this is everybody just form your own opinions don't follow the crowd just because that's what the crowd is doing if you feel differently don't be afraid to make a stand because like going back to what i was saying about the vaccinations cards and stuff like if there's ever a time to make a stand people don't realize it but it's probably now because we're getting infringed upon with freedom of speech and what we can and can't put in our body so if we don't make the stand now it's never going to happen and things are going to be pushed way farther than they need to be. And the other scary part, going back into what we were saying about the whole uh, trans area of things, is that every great civilization had a weird fixation about sex right before the society crumbled. So that being said, keep that in mind. And everybody, you know, talk to their neighbors, become friends with their neighbors, keep a food supply. Just keep that in mind that it's I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying that it will happen. But connecting patterns that's what i've seen as far as looking into things from the past so right and, and that's all we do here is can we we recognize patterns right that's what being a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist is is the uh innate ability or the the practiced ability to recognize patterns from you know the narrative from narratives of that have happened before i mean in history it is not it, it rhymes very well it's easy to once you have 40 years of history to look back on and be like, oh, this is this happened after this. They did this and that and that and that you can take it to what's happening now and be like, well, we know they were lying about that. So it makes only makes sense that they're fucking with us now. So um, you want to move on to the next uh, next question, bud? Yeah. If you want, you can introduce yeah, I, this one. I will. Uh, you said you had a, a video clip for it. So I, I guess I that have, and I'll respond to it. I have a brief video uh, and I might find have to find another one. We'll see if I don't know if this one's good or not. Uh, so the next the next uh, question is, uh, you know, kind of comparing the Ghislaine Maxwell trial to what is the new hot topic, uh, um, the uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, um, which is I have not watched a single bit of it uh, after the Rittenhouse trial. I kind of realized that, oh, this is just a new way to capitalize and 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 it's basically court entered court tv like entertainment right like oj was that first one back in the uh 90s that was like the big you know televised trial and then like after that was like michael jackson and then more recently we had uh the george floyd floyd trial um or the chauvin trial and then uh kyle rittenhouse trial like those were bit i i've never seen trials so much on the internet and like streaming and all this stuff it was and almost like now, a social media or like a big media event more so than oh, it was an actual trial. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Not to say that they're not, they're not, some of them are not important. Like personally, I thought the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was very important, but that's not like either way it was going to affect me. You know what I mean? It wasn't a Supreme court thing or whatever, but it was still, I thought it was important. Um, so with this one, not important at all. That's not even like a necessarily like a legal suit. It's like he, they're suing each other. So it's not even like uh, there's a state prosecutor at, hand here or and a defense over like a, a criminal act of of law and this will be going down as like a, how law laws are interpreted or anything like that no this is literally a civil suit being broadcast on 
uh, live every day, and it's been going on for like two weeks now, 14 days. I've not watched a single bit of it. I think it's silly. I think it's dumb. But to get to the question of comparing it to the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, why is this one and all the other ones being televised and you know multiple angles, perfect audio quality, 4K video, all that stuff? But for Ghislaine Maxwell, we got fucking terrible sketches, right? Um, the the simple answer is, and what the the media will will say is that the uh, laws uh, about it, in that district where the trial, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial took place, prohibited um, uh, live streaming and video recording uh, of the of the trial. Um, I because I think it was a federal trial, and I think federal cases are not. Um, I think they also said the content was too disturbing for the public as they worded it too. Yeah, that's possible as well. Uh, that, that I'm sure they've said that too, but we all know they just didn't want any of that information coming out. Um, so yeah, and this, and the, you know, the Johnny Depp one, like you said, it's just a new uh, media event. It's a new form of entertainment. Um, you know, cause it's got everything it's got, you know, shitting in the bed and, and domestic abuse and, you know, our favorite actor, Johnny Depp, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow talking about alpacas and shit. It's like, there's even comedy in it when he's like, oh yeah, or I forgot what it was. My girlfriend showed me a clip of it and he kept saying something like, uh, oh, that's hearsay. Oh, that's hearsay. And he started making jokes about it. So it almost turned into like a, oh, I'm watching a trial and I'm also getting a little dose of Johnny Depp comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, let me look at this clip and see if it's going to be any good. Um, oh, it's not really com- it's not particularly about um, the uh, the two trials. But here's a short clip uh, with some about some recent news from the Ghislaine uh, narrative. So let me pull this up. This is where we would have our cool transmission transition music. Okay. That's Jeopardy. We need something better. Yeah. Gillian Maxwell lost her bid to overturn her sex trafficking conviction on Friday, even after. But just look, this is what we got from as you and for those listening, it's literally hand drawn sketches of the court proceedings. So acknowledged falsely stating before the trial that he had not been sexually abused. The man known in court papers as Jura 50 had falsely said in a pretrial questionnaire that he was not a victim of sexual abuse, and Maxwell's lawyers had argued that justified granting her a new trial. But U.S. Circuit Judge Allison Nathan ruled on Friday that the juror had testified truthfully at a hearing last month when he said that he had rushed through the questionnaire and made a mistake, but did not lie on purpose to get on the panel. The judge called his failure to disclose his prior abuse during the jury selection process highly unfortunate but not deliberate, adding, quote, the court further concludes that juror 50 harbored no bias toward the defendant and could serve as a fair and impartial juror. I mean, we don't even. OK, that's kind of unrelated, but we don't even have a picture of the courtroom. Even the chairs in the courtroom are drawn. You know what I mean? Like everything is hand drawn, you know kind of how it used to be back in the day before cameras and things like that. So um, seems like they tried to cover it too. Like it was like a boring trial. Like they're just like, blah, 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 blah with the yeah. news story, even though it was a very interesting trial that I feel like everybody should have known about, but they tried to make it. So it's like big Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial over here. Whoa, look at this. And then the, this other trial, they're like, blah, blah, blah. And well, then even, remember they banned, Instagram and Twitter banned 
uh, the ca- accounts that were uh, tracking because you could they let reporters in the room, right? Uh, to and you know they could they didn't have their phones, but as soon as like there was a break, they would go out get their phones and tweet like everything that was happening, right? But they one of the accounts was the Ghislaine Maxwell trial tracker account on Twitter. It got banned like after the first few days, and it had like you know two hundred thousand uh, followers, and it got banned, you know, just for posting what was happening. Yeah, because there's so many people involved, they don't want their names out. That's what money can do for you. Where obviously these celebrities, they're used to being in the spotlight. So even if they don't realize it's on purpose, I feel like it was meant to be a distraction because there's probably some other crazy shit going on while this whole trial was going on, and they don't want you to pay attention to that trial because all the media is covering this trial. Right. Oh, and so uh, quickly, I'll I'll share another clip of, um, uh, from from the the trial in question, the uh Johnny Depp Amber Heard one, just so you can kind of hear and see the comparison. Um, so this is long enough for me to go pee. I'm sorry, dude. I've been drinking a lot of water, so I'm gonna play this, and then I'll be right back. Maybe if it'll let me. You can't say that you carried cocaine in that box. No, but it looks like it would fit some cocaine. I, I... My side of the bed was human fecal matter. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. One of, one of your good friends that you've taken drugs with before is Marilyn Manson, right? We, we've had cocaine together maybe a couple of times. Pills, right? Paul Bettany's a good friend that you've done drugs with, right? That's a strange question. Um, Paul Bettany's a good friend, yes. You've done drugs with him? Yes, I have. Cocaine, right? Uh, cocaine, yes. Alcohol. Alcohol, yes. Pills, including Xanax and Adderall, right? Hmm, I'm not too sure. She threw the large bottle and it made contact and shattered. Which finger was, was caught, Mr. Depp? Um, it's uh, the middle. It's a funny looking one. All these bones up here were crushed and it looked like a it looked like Vesuvius. I... okay i'm back sorry no worries it, at all it was that, just everything it, was a joke and they were laughing after and he was responding and just giggling afterwards yeah like, so that but you know even just that report there was like news and things like that so um oh okay i i see what you i i'll do that real quick you sorry you just messaged me um let me do I mean, that. that what you just looked up was perfect that was pretty much what i was trying to go for anyways was just showing like how they kind of made it into like a fun show. Like he was making jokes the whole time. Like it's, it's obviously a serious matter, but they're trying to make it. So it's like a sense it's for entertainment more so than it is an actual trial. That's what it feels like, at least from my perspective. Objection calls for hearsay. There you go. Let, let me ask you a different question, Mr. Depp. Um, yes. Let's let him object to another one. Um, He'd had a conversation with Miss Hurd. Says no hearsay objection. He's looking, <laughs> making a funny look. Everybody. Let's move beyond the conversation that Kevin Murphy had with Miss Hurd. He said yes, they had. <laughs> hearsay objection? No. Miss Hurd told hearsay. <laughs> Yeah, so I can imagine where that goes from there. So yeah, so it's an entertainment thing, clearly, because this has no public ramifications, right? It's a civil 
case. From I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, honestly, that's that's what it comes down to. The only reason that people are paying attention to it is because everybody cancel culture the shit out of him, and now everybody's flipping and wants to cancel culture on Amber Heard, which whatever. Like, I'm not involved in that world, nor do I care. Like, if I want to see a movie, I'll see a movie. I don't care about the actor's personal lives. I'll never meet him in real life. Like, I don't care even the slightest. But like everybody, it, it comes down to like everybody wants to pick a side because everybody likes to be polarized and everybody's seeing it as a form of entertainment where you even see people posting stuff, making shirts, like whatever the fuck. It's the next virtue signal that everybody hopped on after the Ukraine thing since that's starting to fizzle out now as far as like people having to wear the shirts and fly the flags and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Now, everybody's doing the free or the Johnny Depp shirts and all that kind of shit, you know, so yeah. it's the next virtue signal. Yeah, dude, it's it's definitely the next one. Uh, and it's, you know. I don't know if it's connected or timed right, but with the news that came out today about the leak from the Supreme Court, you know, that whole thing, like, which I think is just completely uh, fabricated. Um, you know, I think that's going to, th that's just to get the, the bases rallied, you know, come getting ready for the upcoming election. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it, this whole thing is fucked. And, and, the bigger question is when will we actually get some fucking information on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? I want like, the black book all over the internet. Somebody please just find that black book and release all those names. Yeah, <laughs> those are I mean, the names I do care about. <laughs> Elon Musk tweeted about it recently. It was like, uh, why isn't, why has nothing happened with this? You know what I mean? Like what can, what are we going to, you know, investigate it further or whatever? Like, you know, so he's bringing it back and that kind of makes it relevant. But, dude, I don't ah, man, it just sucks. It sucks really bad. You know what I mean? That this is how the world is. But of course, they wouldn't want that trial to come out. It would, I mean, it makes sense. I'm not like, you know, I, I get why they wouldn't want it to come out. But hopping on to last week's topic, too. It's funny you mentioned Elon Musk because going into back to the evil genius thing. He could be trying to bring it up so that, you know, all these other people get shut down. He's like, ha ha, less competition. They don't see me as the bad guy because I expose the pedophiles and everybody get this, get this little thing and implant it into your brain, please. I'm the fun guy. Remember, I make electric cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw a comp like a side by side comparison of like the World Economic Forum tweets and Elon Musk tweets like over the years. And they're almost identical, you know, about, you know, both supporting one issue or whatever, one issue or another. And it's, uh, we'll be yeah. one of the first figuring out Elon Musk watch. It'll be like a year down the line. Everybody will go, damn, the first podcasters talking about this shit with Shane and Kyle. <laughs> oh, we're not the first, but maybe we'll be the, maybe we'll be the last. Possibly. You know I mean. <laughs> uh, you know, cause it seems now that podcasters are canceling podcasters and it's just, I was just, I just had this conversation. It's like this infighting dude is driving me crazy, man. Like we all just need to chill out. You know what I mean? In the podcasting community, it's so sad that no one gets along for some reason. There's a rat in the bunch, man. I'm telling you, I've been making jokes about this for a long time that as far as the conspiracy podcasters go, I guarantee you there's at least a couple people out there that are working for the other side that are purposely doing this shit to try to piss off other podcasters to try to so like that's the conspiracy mindset. And I I'm trying to avoid that because everyone I've talked to seems nice and legit and everything. They, but yes, they would seem nice. Yeah. But there, there definitely could be some, I, I'm trying not to go in that line of thinking, right? Because it's like making a conspiracy where there isn't one. Like we haven't seen that yet. And I hope that we don't, but at least, you know, people, I think right at, 
at the base level, you know, uh, Occam's razor, it's just egos getting in the way. You know what I mean? People fighting with each other and which is fine. Everyone has their issues, but it's like, man, once you start dragging other people into it, that's when it's not fun, man. So I just want to say for people who are going to hear this, like I'm not perfect. Shane's not perfect. No one's, we all have our issues, but we got to at least try to come together a little bit or at least air our dirty laundry privately. You know what I mean? Like don't, could, Man, like I said, it could be on purpose because the our community is such a tight bunch. And I keep saying that if they're watching any community as far as like what they're saying goes, it's probably our community. So what's the best way to dissolve a community that you don't want to deal with anymore? Start throwing shit in that people start arguing about and you split and divide that community. Or it may not even necessarily be a podcaster, but it could just be some dumb shit that gets thrown into the mix. Like somebody posts something, somebody says something, and then it just starts this polarization within podcasters. Because, again, you got to divide to conquer. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, if we all focused our energies on, in things on, on this Ghislaine Maxwell trial and, um, you know, kind of where that's going to go, I think that might give us some, some answer, but I'm just saying we, we are a powerful community and we need to not be focused on the Will Smith shit or the Johnny Depp stuff or whatever. Like, even though there might be something there, like as far as the occult or whatever goes, we're still all talking about it. It's still a distraction, you know, from the bigger things. And I did an episode the other night, last night, I guess, with Frantic Missy. And it's, it'll come out probably around the time this comes out. Uh, it's called Conspiracy Thirst Traps. And it's like, what are the thirst traps that in the conspiracy world that get us hooked? And then we never go farther. Like, we never go to the real issues that are actually, you know, affecting us and you know, that maybe we could actually do something about. Right. Um, so, you know, just be aware. And I think, I think you're right. I think there's some, uh, some people who are perhaps have bad intentions in the community or I don't know who, I don't know who it'd be, but there's there could be some anti-conspiracy type people that are just doing it intentionally just to, you know, dude, those people aren't creative enough to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you're right. A conspiracy person or like an intelligence officer to do something like that. Right. Like look at the Q thing. Right. You know, that took a that took some skill to to pull that off. Right. I mean, it could uh, be so, even something just as simple as dropping a conspiracy that's complete bullshit that they know everybody's going to split and divide over. Yeah, that's we talked about that last night, too. It's like, you know, there it's when it's something silly too, like flat earth, like, you know, people fight about that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, who cares? You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like to embrace all ideas. Like I was I was telling a couple people, too, I'm having a flat earther come on my podcast and, you know, just you because I'm, I'm not necessarily a flat earther doesn't mean I don't want to hear out all these other opinions. Are you, are you having Dave on? Uh, his name's Bob. Flat Earth Bob. Oh, from, uh, Moral Bob. Sight. Moral Bob. Yeah, it's Moral Bob. Yeah, I had him on recently. Bob's cool. He, but, you know, Bob will fight you. Bob will fight you. But he's a great guy. I love Bob. Um, you should have, uh, after Bob, you should have Flat Earth Dave on. I can hook you up with Dave. He's uh, He's great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like I said, my whole show, my whole thing that I'm trying to go for is just an open area for everybody to have open-minded conversations. So just because it may not be something that I believe in doesn't mean I'm not interested in welcoming it onto the show, hearing the side of it. And, you know, I don't want to fight about it, but I definitely want to hear people's solid evidence on why they believe in the things they do, just because maybe it'll give me a different perspective on it, you know? Right. And that's what I did with Missy last night. Like she, she went off on the flat earth people and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get some shit for this one. Right. And then at the same time, I was getting comments on my most watched YouTube video, which is with David Weiss from, you know, Flat Earth Dave, because he posted on his channels and stuff. So people come and, and watch it, which is great. I appreciate that from Dave. But, you know, that was months ago. 
And today, for some reason, people started popping up, like watching it, leaving comments and stuff. And they were like, you know, one guy was like, man, like, you know, screw this grifter and screw you for having him on and stuff. And I was just like, I talked to everybody, man. Like you, I guarantee if you actually watch the video and watch some of my other stuff, you'll see that, you know, I disagree with flat earth on some things. And, you know, so I agree. You're right that at least our podcast, we, and hopefully this one, we explore different ideas um, and different conspiracies, you know, like there's some weird shit out there that I'd love to, you know, and I, I next time I talk- from an unpersonal perspective in the sense of like, I'm not going to tell somebody their opinions are wrong just because I feel that my opinions are so solid. Like I still want to hear everybody's opinions out and that's kind of yeah. where I'm at. Even if well, I don't agree with the opinions, I still want to know it so that I can understand another person's perspective. Well, and everybody has an opinion too, whether you want to talk about it or not, you know, that's also important. I have an opinion about flat earth, but you know, I can, I can still talk about it, you know, without, and you know, forcing my opinion, but there are some things that I talk about, like, for example, the Amber Heard trial, the vaccine stuff, like, yeah, you're going to hear my opinion on that. You know what I mean? Cause I, I think it's worth it to maybe get a little heated about, but it's not us arguing with each other. That's what it comes down to. Cause right, I'm personally not a fan of listening to the podcast where it's just two people arguing with each other. Like if you're going to have a discussion, at least take the like personal aspect out of it so that you guys can both bounce each other's back and forth without, you know, starting to insult each other and so on and so forth. Or get a mediator. If you're going to have that kind of show, have someone that can kind of balance Nobody wants out. to listen to a podcast with two people screaming over each other. You can't make out nothing. <laughs> or four people or five people or 10 people. I mean, shit. And you're just watching CNN. Fuck. <laughs> That's, a good point. That's a good point. Oh, man. So, yeah, I would just, I you know, I know we had our questions that we wanted to talk about, but this is just something that's been on my mind, dude. It's it makes me sad because, like, I feel like the, over the last two weeks, it's just I've been getting hit with people like oh kyle like uh you know this guy pissed me off he did this and i'm like well go talk to him about it dude like i love you both i'm not gonna sit here and take sides or defend someone when i you're telling me your side of the story does that mean i have to go now i have to make it my business to go find out the other side of the story when i can just say go start go deal with it on on your own like i feel for you like i yeah that sucks that that's happening but man, once you start pulling other people, like just, oh man, I'm, I, I'm sorry. This is just, I, I don't want to talk about this two shows in a row, but it's just driving me crazy because I love all of you. Unless you do something to me personally, like Shane, if you insult me because I'm so good looking and you just say, Kyle, I can't, I can't take it. You're so good looking. I just want to, you know, punch your face, whatever. Then I'll be like, well, hey, then I'll have a problem with you, Shane. Right. But not, I'm not going to go to, you know, someone else and be like, Shane said I was so attractive that it makes him mad and he wants to punch me. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, that's just, that's silly. So, I mean, nobody better to have this conversation with because I, I feel the exact same way when it comes down to it. Like, I, I'm, I'm not about that, that method of thinking either. Right. Absolutely, dude. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I was talking to Juan about this today. Like, I'm trying to be more positive and loving and stuff, you know, just especially in this community because we need it right now. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm, I'm sure you don't think that either, but I'm trying to be more positive. But that's and, what people like about this kind of stuff is that it's authentic. All just ourselves. Like try, I'm trying to lift everybody up because, you know, that helps me in some way, right? A rising tide lifts all ships. Like, and so it's, but it, and it's not easy to be super positive all the time. And, but it's, you know, it is kind of easy to leave a comment on somebody's page and be like, hey man, you're doing great. Or, you know, I appreciate what you do, whether you, you know, listen to all their stuff or not, or 
whatever. Like I see all this, all the people in this community as like friends, right? Like we are friends. We're here to, you know, we might have disagreements and stuff, but let's, uh, you know, it doesn't take much to just, you know, or even leave a review guys. If you're listening out there and you want to leave a review, you can do that on, uh, inquiries of our reality on Spotify and Apple, or you can do it on, uh, the big dumb podcast on Spotify and Apple. You can now leave reviews on Spotify, which is pretty cool. Actually, I didn't know you could do that yet, but actually while good. I have the moment, I want to give a shout out to one of my first listeners that's given me a review on Apple. So to Brian in central New York, he said, just found you on the hollow sky, Patreon, keep up the great work, fam. Shout out to you. And thank you for the, for the review. And it's been appreciated and it's been reposted. And I can't wait to get more from you guys. you be a good or bad feedback, but thanks again, Brian, for my first uh, listener review. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Shout out to Brian. That's what's up. Uh, it's funny. We were just talking about <laughs> comments on that Flat Earth episode. Oh, my God, dude. I'm getting fucking bombarded <laughs> by these people now. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's so funny. Um, just wait till this episode gets posted. I'm sure there'll be a lot more traffic that comes back to that page again. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll be like, well, I want to go read those comments on the Flat Earth Dave episode like Kyle did six months ago. You know. Hey, maybe we can uh, add into the description just so people can... Uh, Hop back onto that one. Yeah, I'll post a link in the description. How about that? Jeez, dude. Well, um, anything else, man? You wanna you wanna wrap it up? You wanna say our goodbyes or I don't know, man. Anything else? Any final thoughts? Um, I mean, if anybody's enjoying the show, uh I would hope that you would send us some questions. Uh we're definitely very interested in doing some listener questions. And if anybody wants to see the show change or they have any different ideas for the show, like if they prefer seeing it done as a recording or they prefer it as audio or they have any feedback or um, if there's any other podcasters that are listening or anybody that would like to hop onto the show, uh, you know, just message me or Kyle. Usually I, I go through Instagram, which would be inquiries of our reality uh, on Instagram. Uh, Kyle, if you want to throw in your one that you use the most before we do our outro. Yeah, I'm uh I Instagram's great. You can also send me uh the big dumb underscore podcast. Um you can always uh hit me up there or you can always send an email to the big dumb pod at gmail.com and then uh your email as well is inquiries of our reality podcast at outlook.com. Um I will be if if we ever put this up, it's on the screen now. That's what I was doing, <laughs> putting it on the screen. So, um, yeah, any any of those ways are great. Um, and if I don't respond, please bug me because I'm just I get I'll read something, but I'll be doing something right when I read a message. And so I it doesn't you know it it doesn't go back to unread because then I've seen it and then I don't see it again because I was you know pooping or actually pooping is a good time to for me to actually get some work done. But, you know, if I don't get respond within a day or two, please hit me back up again. I'm I'm just bad at getting back to people. And, you know, so I was still relatively new, too. So if anybody messages me on Instagram, uh, expect a reply. I'll, I'll reply to you for sure. Even if it's oh, just, you're saying that just because I'm, I'm old in this game, I'm not going to reply to people. No. no, 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 not like that. I'm just saying you got a little bit more going on. I get like a message or two a day at this point. So that's, if that's anybody is willing to take their time to send me a question, I guarantee you'll get a response from me for sure. Oh, I'll answer questions, but as far as like booking goes, I'm like, I need my paper to do this. I need my calendar. True. Questions. Come on, Shane. I'm not a, I'm not some, you know. Well, if any podcasters want to hop on this, Tuesday nights is when we record. Just let us know and we'll, uh, we'll pull you onto the show. I think we know who we're going to get first and we'll, we'll talk to him soon. Um, But 
anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for the show. Thanks for listening. Shane, thanks for doing this, brother. This was fun. Sorry, I was tired. I did a show right before this. So um, no worries. Always we're, fun. We're putting in that work, baby. So um, this is a else? new format, too. We're just going to keep building up from here. You'll, everybody will uh, be on the ground floor seeing how the show progresses and changes each episode until it finally yeah. finds its footing and what it's going to end up being. I like this format better because it's exhausting for me to try to uh, fake a perspective, <laughs> you know, being sarcastic and stuff. Dude, it's exhausting, mentally exhausting. So uh, anyway, well, everybody, thank you so much. And with that, we'll see you next time on Big Dumb Inquiries. Cue outro music. Da, 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 da. Do, do. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.